Hey, 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 shut up. We're starting the podcast. Hey, what's good? It's your boy, Stopper 706. I mean, SP Report 706. This is the committee podcast, trying to bring a little energy to podcasts. Took a nap today. I'm feeling kind of good about myself. So, we have a usual suspects. I'm drinking holy water from the holiest of uh, churches and uh, chapels. We have our usual suspects. Y'all can introduce yourselves, even though we all know who it is. Hola, mi gente. It's me, El Chapa. Mi gente. I don't know what that means, but I'm taking it as disrespect. This is a. Uh, <laughs> you need to stand for the flag. <laughs> Build the, the wall. Puerto Rican flag. The Puerto exactly. Rican yeah, flag. yeah, yeah. This is uh, Marcus Sniffles. I'd like to give a shout out to Tiger Woods for winning something in golf. I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was a Ryder Cup or the PGA Tour. I don't care. He won. We here, nigga. We lit. I see. I don't know if women like him. Like no matter where you come from, I don't know if women can stand behind him about behind the win. I don't know if I'm with that. I mean, it is what it is. Shout out to uh, McNasty Santa Claus, Tiger Woods with his nipples exposed. <laughs> if you haven't seen that picture, it's disgusting and it's his, inappropriate. But his, his <laughs> hair, his hairy nipples, they're so My God, I'm guys, reporting him to HR. I'm gonna him guys. And if you have nipples. if you have hairy nipples, please DM El Chapa. She's into that thing. <laughs> She has a hairy nipple fetish, so please let her know what's good. So, but anyways, we got a couple of moving on. Yes, let's move. Let's transition. We got, we're going to talk about uh, a couple of things this week. And we're going to talk about uh, Kanye West actually saying something that makes sense, which is actually, I'm sorry, canceled Kanye West saying something that makes sense finally after hmm. all his ranting and uh, drug induced uh, conscious what streams of consciousness that's what he calls it. Uh, we're going to talk about. Moon five headline the Super Bowl and how great it's going to be. We're also going to talk about Republican women siding with the uh, mm. mm, siding with a potential. What what is his job? He's trying to get damn. I can't even think. He's trying to be a he's trying to, he's Supreme trying to Court the justice. Supreme Court. Yeah. Yes, Robert Kavanaugh. Women are siding with him, saying that essentially saying all boys, high school boys, are predators. And we have our Marcus Music Minute and El Chapo's going to wind out. Also, we have an update on the virginity story contest to win a Colin Kaepernick jersey. Which I still don't get how those things uh, tie together. But if you're nasty, stick around to the end because we got some updates for you. But anyways, <laughs> first things first. So I know this isn't a really political podcast, but I, I do keep up with politics here and there because it's interesting to see how uh, twisted this country is. But long and short, we have a guy, Robert Kavanaugh. He's trying to run for... Uh, get nominated to be a Supreme Court justice. And there was a late 25th hour allegations from uh, Miss Blasey Ford saying that he sexually assaulted her at a high school party. One thing I do want to point out is I was watching some videos on YouTube and, and they were kind of, they tried to be slick because they, they were talking about the story and then they showed uh, a Miss Blasey Ford and then they showed a picture of her as a high schooler, like as a high school girl. But they neglect to show a picture of Kavanaugh as a high school boy. So I think low key they're like, okay, let's let's show a picture saying she might be kind of cute to give it give credence to the story, which I feel is kind of inappropriate. Mm-hmm. That's, na- that's nasty. That's well, I mean, what uh, what other reason do you show her as a high schooler, but you don't show him yeah, as a high schooler? Right. Come on. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. Something like, uh, come on, man. Like it, it doesn't matter what you look like. Sexual assault happens to pretty girls, ugly girls, bigger girls, skinny girls. Doesn't matter. Still wrong. But the long and the short of this, there's Republican women that are coming out supporting this guy, which is, to me, as a woman, I mean, El Chapa can speak to this, but I find this to be the, you know, the, the disgusting, uh, conniving, dark part of politics. And you can argue that for both sides. There's a woman named Miss Gina Sosa who said, and I quote from the Hill.com, she says, I mean, we're talking about 15 year old girl, which I respect. I'm a woman. I mm. respect. Mm. We're talking about a 17-year-old boy with testosterone running high. Tell me, what boy hasn't done this in high school? Essentially, what she is trying to tell us, the good people in this country, that all high school boys are sexual predators. So, El Chapa, being the only one on this podcast, I will let you go first. <laughs> Hot takes. Oh, thank you so much. All right. Yes, I'm a so, gentleman. Tonight. I'm not savage. Oh. <laughs> 
Oh, I hate the fact that her last name is Sosa because that, that just signifies that she might be Hispanic and it irritates me the thing that we have a Latina out there who thinks this way. Uh, but overall, just as a woman, she should have ended it where she says, which I respect, period. I am a woman, period. I respect, period. Fucking end of sentence. There shouldn't be a but. We're talking about a 17-year-old boy. That doesn't mean anything. There's no excuses. What, based off of his age? Oh, because he has high testosterone levels? So the fuck what? You could be horny as fuck as a grown-ass man, as a 16-year-old, as a 13-year-old. It doesn't matter. The fact that you're out there being a predator, according, like, supposedly. I don't know. These are allegations that are out there. But it doesn't excuse your age to say, oh, he's just 17 years old. There's no way he was a predator. No, bitch. No, that's not the way it fucking works. You cannot stand there and say that as a woman to just automatically discredit somebody's uh, account as to what happened to them, male or female, just because of the, the age in which they were. Disgusting. Completely disgusting. And th- watching, watching these women talk about this guy was pretty embarrassing. And uh, I mean, I, I'm not going to sit here and say that this guy did it because like, like Elle said, these are allegations. But if you're someone who doesn't understand what a uh, rape culture is just watch mm. the first half of that video and listen to the excuses that these women give him um essentially saying you know well why didn't you report it sooner uh why were you drunk you know it's what were you wearing why were you with them he didn't mm-hmm. even have sex with you stuff like that like when you when those are the things that you bring up instead of well what did this guy do that is rape culture. When you ask, why didn't you bring this up earlier? You know, what are you trying to gain from this? That's a part of rape culture. Because at the end of the day, what what does she gain from this? Like, there's nothing that she, she, she's not going to get. Nothing. She's not going to get a check. She's not going to get a TV show. No one's going to follow her on Instagram. At the end of the day, she's, she's gained. Get, she's getting harassed. She's gained death threats. That's yeah. what she's gained so far. Yeah, she's getting a lot of harassment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and exactly. that. And, and this is why people, when this happens to them, when it happens to women or boys or men, that they don't feel comfortable coming forward with it because you got all these people asking you, the perceived victim, a million questions about what you did or what your involvement was. And it shouldn't be like that. It should be, you know, let's hear everything. Let's hear the whole story. Let's not try to tear down the, the, the victim before But that's not what the GOP is coming at. The GOP, the taking a step for Castillo de la Peña said, as long as this is an isolated incident, yes. If the person made a mistake and they've moved on and they have been a good human being, who are we to judge? End quote. Another GOP member, this is again also from thehill.com. Appreciate them and their sources this week. It's just disgusting. It's disgusting. Oh, so you can fuck up one time. You could commit fraud. You could commit rape. You could commit whatever you want. But since you've been a good person since then, who are we to judge you? Even though you're about to be a judge, potentially, on the Supreme Court, the court of all courts. Someone that's gonna land. be judging someone that's gonna be judging people. Right. But we can't right. we can't judge you. Like how but we does... can't judge you because it was just one incident. So when you are there as a judge and you're at a trial. And you have somebody who has a clean fucking record. Then this one incident happens that they've decided to be a serial killer. Are you gonna? Are you just gonna pardon them? Well, and well, it was just one. He's already incident? had a he's already had a sketchy past before this. Y'all don't keep up with politics. Uh, there, there's there's documents that he does not want released, or they won't allow to be released regarding uh, him and I guess uh, torture of Iraqis or something like that. So there's some there's some shady stuff going on, and he's also a conservative that they want in the Supreme Court who of will course, potentially, he was selected. Yeah, yeah, who will potentially argue to overturn Roe v. Wade. So he, he yes. really kind of doesn't care about what he rates. refuses he refuses to answer the question. He went through all those hours there being interrogated by the Senate basically and he just danced around all these questions. They could not have been any more blunt yeah, he wouldn't answer. Oh, it's an open investigation. Oh, it's an open case. They cannot discuss when it came to Roe v. Wade and all of that. It's just he's not it, uh, bro. Let's just try again. I don't care where uh, he comes also, from, the left or the right. Just try again. Yeah, he also was getting flamed by uh, damn, what's her name? Oh, Harris? from 
from California? Yes, Kamala. Yeah, Kamala Harris. Yeah. She was blaming him during the uh, during the confirmation hearings, asking him if he had spoke to anybody in the forty five uh, White House about the current investigation against him. And then all of a sudden, he can't remember who he may have or may not have talked to. Like El said, he thought the he was going to get away with it from the first night because they ran out of time. He thought he was going to get away with it, but she had her time the next day. Yeah, so again, with, with politics, again, if you're not, if you don't keep up with politics, I, I highly suggest you do at some level. Again, you don't have to be an expert, but you, you just got to look at look at the writing on the wall, some things, look how they uh, conduct themselves. Because if any, any citizen went to court answering questions, like high-level politicians get to a- answer questions, then nobody would ever go to jail, because literally all I have to say is, I don't recall, I don't remember things, and you're kind of off the hook. But, exactly. kinda, but that's kinda not what happens to the average day citizen. Well, I mean, again, got to be high level. You got to be uh, elitist. So, you know, we don't have those uh, have those money. options. You have money, big money. Yeah. So j- just to button that up, I, I guess we're going to all agree that uh, there there should be an investigation. But to be to be fair and balanced, quote unquote, it, it is kind of a, a bad look on the Republicans because it is a last minute tactic to stall them from uh, confirming him. But again, that's that's the game. That's the game they play. I mean, they had the same thing with trying to confirm Clarence Thomas with Anita Hill uh, with mm-hmm. his allegations. When If you haven't heard the details of that, that stuff, that stuff is disgusting. If the thing, if half the things that Anita Hill said about Clarence Thomas are true, which yep. I yeah, where could is be he? true. Where is he today? Sitting in the Supreme Court. There right you now. go. So, there you go. I mean, what, it, like, what does it really matter? Like, the, I mean, it, it does matter. But... He's, he's still going to get confirmed for the record. Yeah, yeah. Like, probably, record. That but is like, why would she go and do this after we see what's happened in the past? We've seen it. Why would she so, go and do this to herself? What, like, it's not what, true. What does she gain from this? She doesn't gain exactly. anything positive. And, and for the women that were in the video that are just like, oh, you know, every boy that was 17, they, they've had this or they're okay with him just doing it the one time the only reason they're saying that is because in my opinion a something like that happened to them or b someone that they know does that like their sons or their nephews Mm. or their husbands or someone they voted for so that's why they're okay with it they don't want they don't want someone that they they don't want someone that they know to be labeled as a, a sexual predator or someone that sexually abuses people so they let that little quote unquote mm. little stuff slide. That's weak sauce. That's weak super bullshit. Weak. That's super, super weak. weak. And the fact that they are trying to pressure this woman to come up with the decision the way they did and just give her what? Barely 24 fucking hours, it felt like, to come up with whether or not she's going to take the stand to testify against him. I thought that was low key bullying. I thought that wasn't fair to her. Why not open up a big investigation on it? Why not, if you're saying that she's a liar and you can open up any other FBI investigation, why not open up something on this? But they didn't. At the end of the day, she already agreed she's going to go ahead and testify this Thursday, 10 a.m. Eastern time. I hope you guys stay tuned. It's going to be good. Maybe a miracle can happen and uh, they actually delay it and we get some uh, a thorough investigation. So, But probably not going to happen. I mean, it is what no. it is. We'll, we'll, we'll let the politicians handle the politics. Sticking with politics relating to Republicans, smooth transition, canceled Kanye West. Yes, so <laughs> Kanye West, who allegedly has been canceled. Actually, he's actually out here making a little bit of sense. Now, for the record, I've never canceled Kanye West. I actually was on YouTube earlier and saw the video him, Little Pump, did. Had like uh, over 200 million views. So if he's canceled, he's clearly not canceled by enough people to get that many views. He's but, fine. Yeah. So Kanye West was saying something that I've been saying for quite a while on this podcast uh, regarding social media. And a lot of people kind of agree with this. Kanye West was saying there are people who are committing suicide due to not getting enough likes, seeking validation in the simulation, which is the life that we're in, the matrix, whatever you want to call it. And and I, I kind of agree. He He is in favor of, of social media sites like Twitter getting rid of its metrics. So, for example, if I post, uh, you know, why the chicken cross the road, I don't know, some corny joke, and I don't get no likes, you know, I might feel bad. As opposed to, uh, let's say, a good-looking woman who does that or steals my tweet and posts the same thing, gets 100 retweets, and I feel like shit. 
So he's in favor of Twitter getting rid of all that stuff. No likes, no retweets, no favorites. Just whenever you put something out there, it's out there. There shouldn't be any validation from it. That's how you feel at the time. It doesn't matter if one person or a thousand people like or retweet your post. What are you guys' thoughts? It does kind of make sense to me um, just because a lot of millennials and people younger than us have kind of grown up on the internet and grown up with social media. And for some reason, we see value in likes, retweets, favorites, shares, views, all that stuff. And for if you're someone who does YouTube videos or, you know, does podcasting or does anything that requires people to view it, to like it, to retweet it, if you don't get those, you kind of feel invalidated as if your stuff isn't being seen and it's not being heard and that it's not important. And that could affect your self-esteem. I could see how that could affect someone in a negative way. And taking that away, I'd, I'd honestly like to see what Twitter would look like if you couldn't see how many retweets you're getting, how many likes you got, how many people were reposting your videos. Cause are you going to tweet the same things? Are you going to check it as much? Cause like right now, I got I tweeted something about Tiger Woods and it's it's I got a hundred to two hundred retweets right now and I keep checking my phone and actually that, actually you have like six hundred retweets. Okay, well it's it's not a lot, but my the point is is that I keep looking at my phone to check them. You know what I'm saying? Like if that tweet didn't do anything, I wouldn't care about that tweet. I'd have just said it and moved on about my day. But because so many people like it, so many people are retweeting, and I'm I'm not don't don't get me confused with uh, trivials on Twitter. I'm not a micro influencer. I don't have viral tweets like that. I don't be you know doing crazy numbers like that. But whenever I get one, I feel like hey, maybe people like what I'm tweeting out there. I, I keep looking at it. I keep interacting with those people. So I get it. Like it's it makes sense, and I think it would be interesting to see how people would react to social media if you did get likes. It's especially Instagram. Like, if no one liked your picture, you know, how, how what kind of pictures would you post after that? Would we have Instagram models? It, I don't know. I mean, are you, can't, you, you, can't, you can't get rid of the DM, though. The DM is always going to be there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, it, but even say, say, like, if you go, if you go on vacation and you post a picture of your vacation on Instagram and nobody likes it, all of a sudden you feel like, oh, my vacation must have been whack. But then if you go to the, the grocery store and you post a picture of, uh, you know, bread some that's sale or some whatever. Platanos. Yeah, some platanos. And, it, and that gets a bunch of likes. You're like, okay, well, people like me at the grocery store. I I had more fun at the grocery store than I did on my vacation. It's like, what what are we doing here? shouldn't be like that. Mm. Gary mm. B says it all the time. Just put out good content and the rest will come. Like, you can't stay stuck on likes and follows and retweets and all that shit by numbers because it's not going to do anything for your content in reality, in the grand scheme of things. You have to put out the good content because if you stay following numbers and then you stay focused on numbers versus the content you're actually putting out, first off, it's, it might not even get to the right person. The person is actually going to get you on that platform that you're trying to get onto. So just put out good content. I think... Ugh, I'm going to say, I think Kanye makes a lot of sense. I think it would be an interesting world for us to live in and not worry about numbers and retweets and likes and all of that because that shit is contagious. We talked about it with Mac Miller. We have artists out here who are sensitive about their shit, right? In the words of Erica Badu. And, and all of that, like, people care. They care about what other people say and what they think, and they're following these numbers, especially those younger artists who are coming up in this new era, they care about that. Only that. I mean, again, the, I don't know if Kanye West is really being or being sincere. If this is part of his rebrand, you know, suicide is something a lot of people can't really disagree with. So I, I hope he's being sincere. I feel like uh, Kanye West has probably dealt with some of this and he is an artist. He is clearly very sensitive and very outspoken. So that this might be something that is near and dear to his heart. So, Hopefully, I'd love to see an experiment with that. Because I know at least on uh, on Instagram, you can turn off the comments when you make certain posts. I know uh, Ariana Grande had to do that with the uh, with their, you know, with their post about Mac Miller. So 
maybe Twitter could go to something like that. Because I know, I know a lot of the, the people with higher follower accounts or celebrities, or whatever, they have to deal with a lot of crazies in their mentions talking wild. So I could definitely understand them wanting to have an option like that. I mean, it, I mean, it does make sense. Like, it's it's really just if you're popular or not. Because we've all seen some celebrity, you know, tweets or uh pictures that aren't great but they get a bunch of likes and retweets because they're who they are I, there's 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 hilarious people out there with like 200 followers that are hilarious but they they're not you know that's me they're not robert downey jr so they're not right. the eyes on them but there's sometimes you gotta look at the content and not who it is yeah, it's not even famous people. There's people with high follower accounts. Like you can, uh, for you guys that live in uh, under a rock on Twitter, you can buy followers. You can manufacture. Ain't followers. that the truth? Because I know some people out there with like 20, 30k followers, but there's no check by their name. More than likely, them shits are they're followed. Like they're bought. That's well, not real. That's not necessarily true. They're like I know that's just Blaze. I know just Blaze was unverified for a long time. He's he definitely has legit followers. Man. But the thing is with that is okay, there's people that'll have ten thousand followers but can't get five people to interact with them. Like they, they think they're they're smarter, their point is better because they have more followers, but that's not the case. So I like I said, I'd rather have a thousand followers and you know be interactive and cool with them people than have a million and none of those people would, you know, tell me hey or anything like that that matters so but yeah it's just a number it's just a number just a number so shout out to Kanye West with that AJ so, nothing but a number hey, hey, the, hey whoa come on hey, man hey, you know what you're <laughs> you know what you know what you're out of here Hashtag, I feel like that, older guys bro come on yourself. man what are you doing <laughs> we can't have that that's going against you know what L- I'm trying to keep the energy high. Let's go next transition. You're, you're trying to keep the pedophilia high. Anyway, so we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna pivot. We're gonna go to the Marcus Music Minute, guys. We do this every week when Marcus comes and gives his uh his semi quick take about uh, whatever is on his mind <laughs> his with music. Three minutes. <laughs> Look, nobody nobody out here listening is actually counting, so just you know let, let, let the clip fly. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> this was this was actually probably gonna be pretty short, but uh. Eminem dropped a uh, Kamikaze like I think four weeks, three to four weeks now at this point, and that uh, caused MGK to respond to him, and then Eminem re-responded, and then MGK decided to not respond because something along the lines of Eminem is too old, and that's something that I feel like we need to kind of get past in uh, hip hop and rap music. Um, Rap is not that old of a genre. It's, I think it's about 40 years old now. So it's, it's not really that old. And I feel like we need to allow rappers to continue to be successful as they age. So hip hop as a genre, as a culture can continue to live on. Obviously the hot, cool stuff is going to be created and determined by the young people because it's still you know, like I said, it's a young genre of music. So the young kids are going to be the ones to determine what's hot, what's not, whatever, whatever. But someone like Jay-Z, someone like Nas, someone like Rick Ross, who's getting up there in age, even uh, female artists like Nicki Minaj or Lauryn Hill, we should be able to allow artists to get old and to rap about their experiences. Because what we want in rap, I feel like, is authenticity. And if you're a 40, 50 year old person and you're rapping about being in the club, we don't find that authentic. So we need we need to allow a space for someone to make a 444 or a life is good type album to where they can they can talk about being a dad of three or I got bad knees or I'm tired of fucking these 20 year old Instagram models. I got a bad back because I'm old now. Like they should be able to talk about that stuff. And there should be room for there should be a lane for that. And they should be able to do that because at, at at some point or another, MGK, you're gonna get old too. And the way your career is going, I don't know what your money situation is like, but you're not someone who has the you're not on the path to a long career. So if you're 40 years old, you should be thankful that you've made it that far and you're able to still do what you love, which is rapping. I think that was over a minute, but I, I didn't start my watch on that one. So yes. Yeah, I mean that was good, friend. That was good. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. I, I clearly haven't listened to 
the diss or the response, but I heard the response is actually kind of good, but I, I, I get to that one day. So I didn't listen to the I listened to MGK's response, but I didn't listen to Eminem's response back. I'm just I don't know, something I happened did. where I just got over I got over it. I'm like, I'm not interested in this 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 white on white crime here. So I'm, I was done with it. Yes, where the fathers at, the role models who raised <laughs> these savages. <laughs> Eminem some, said something about because you know MGK, which I don't know any of his fucking songs, but then with his diss record or whatever, it sparked another beef with my ex boo G Easy. We broke up, y'all, mm-hmm. and um, <laughs> so that sparked like they had their little tiff, and then when Eminem responded, he said something about young Gerald being balls deep and Halsey or whatever, whatever, and then they posted a picture together. Of Gerald's or as you guys know him, G Easy and Eminem, and I was just like, okay, that was like the ultimate diss right there. So I think them two end up winning. Again, I don't know any of MGK's music. I could care less. I think his days are numbered. Uh, quite I don't honestly. think his but, days ever started though. <laughs> yeah, he was still just using this as a <laughs> marketing ploy. Like I and get he, it, man. And he dropped an EP that over the weekend. <laughs> So yeah, like it's, that nobody on, knows about because I didn't know about that. Nobody Look, he cares. had his time. He had his time in the Breakfast Club, and he tried to run with it, and that's cute. But before that, had he even been in the Breakfast Club? I doubt it. I mean, I, I'm not mad at him for doing that because outside sure. of Eminem getting at his neck, when was the last time anybody heard at me? The last time you listened to an MGK song? What's the last MGK song you gave a fuck about? Because I don't know. Yeah. Uh, was he on? Was he on uh, ASAP Rocky's first city? Was that him? Oh, that was Yellow Wolf. Damn, that was another. Yeah, wow. Yellow Wolf. Yeah. This podcast is so racist. So Damn. Racist. <laughs> hey man, they all they all look alike. Man. They all look alike. They all look yeah, alike, no, man. I thought the same thing, but I still shut. Listen, I shop, think that you Alabama. did. You definitely do have a minute because think about Lord Hill. Think about her music and how it's just kept on. Over the years, I mean, the Miss Education of Lauryn Hill came out when, and we are now 2018. Imagine if she were to come out with new music. My God, it would definitely stand the test of time. Like I'm with it. I'm I'm hoping that she comes out with new music. Lauryn Hill and Time should be put in the same sentence. So she clearly does not show up on time for for anything. <laughs> so, but but anywho, Yo, listen, ch- check out Chakra. Speak to her, okay? They're real. <laughs> Yeah, just like the Ghostwriters for her first album. But anyway, yeah. shout out to Marcus Sniffles oh, and, no. and uh, Summertime Side. You can check them out. They do the, the committee, un- untitled committee music podcast. Uh, so check that out. Uh, let me see. What else do we got on the line? Yeah. Oh, this is what we're going to talk about. So if you listen to this podcast, you know I am a supporter of the Atlanta Falcons. You can check me out on uh, the Dirty Burnish Report. Go Giants! Sometime. Anyways, did they win today? They sure enough did, bitch. Okay. Yes, we did. Wow. 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 I got to wow. be all that. I got to be all that. I'm Finally saying. got one. Finally I'm, got one. <laughs> I'm a Christian. Anyways, so yeah, uh, I also write for uh, BSO Black Sports Alliance. Shout out to Mr. Littell for not firing me yet because I'm a terrible writer. Um, go check out my stories. I retweet them. So big news is that the Super Bowl has announced that Maroon 5 will be allegedly the Super Bowl halftime performer. So tying that back in to being a Falcons fan, I am from the state of Georgia, from Augusta, not Atlanta. I have a lot of Falcons fans and AT aliens on my timeline that are up in arms, very upset and very disgusted. The NFL would do such a thing as choosing a very popular, safe, entertaining, hit-laden group to headline the Super Bowl. They, they don't understand why the NFL would do such a thing. And they were <laughs> they, they were mad because they, they didn't call Outcast, Future, Childish Gambino. Young Jeezy. Young Jeezy. Gucci Mane. Gucci Mane. OJ the Juice Man. The list goes on. Yes, the, the list of, of Atlanta rappers could go on. But initially I saw it, I was like, yeah, that's kind of trash. But the more I think about it, man, Maroon Five is kind of fire, man. Like, Maroon Five is lit, man. Yes. I love Maroon Five. Sorry, sorry, Atlanta, <laughs> but the Super Bowl is gonna slap. I might actually watch this year. I might actually sing along with the TV. <laughs> so I, you guys can be mad, but like the Super Bowl isn't a regional concert. This isn't for Atlanta. I get it. I 
if you really think about it, the one the one person I think that could have covered all bases, to be honest, is Usher, because he has the Ooh, he has the hits. Yeah. He has the hits. He's crossover. He's pop. He can do R and B. He can dance. He's entertaining. Relevancy matters. Man, That's they had the, the, the they had they had the they had the time do the Super Bowl in the two thousands. Who, if you know who that is, they did the theme song. They do the theme song to uh, one of those crime shows, CSI or something like that. Come on, man. We can't talk about relevancy and have the the time or what the fuck, whatever their name was doing the Super yeah, Bowl. We're talking about I something couldn't... different. The time is the the band in Purple Rain. Oh yeah, right? more stay. I'm sorry, not the time. Yeah, the who? The who? The who? The who? That's who it was the who. So you can't talk about relevancy. Okay, but and here, have here, the who. Here, here's, also the, here, here's also the thing. Here's also the yeah, thing. I, I already who, know this is going. Who, <laughs> the racist podcast is back. Yes, yes. Who's the who's the demo Bring for it. the NFL? Who's the demographic for the NFL? Because <clears throat> let's, we're people. gonna we're gonna we're gonna take it all back. Let's take yes, it all back. Racist white people. When, <laughs> when, <laughs> when, when Colin Kaepernick was kneeling during the anthem and the ratings apparently were going down. There are people on both sides. There are people who are saying, I'm not watching the NFL because of Colin Kaepernick kneeling and disrespecting the flag. And then there was other people when Colin Kaepernick got kicked out of the NFL and essentially got blackballed who said, mm-hmm. I'm not watching the NFL because Colin Kaepernick has been blackballed. Which side of the fence did the NFL fall on? Which fans did they care about? Who's, which feelings of which fans did they care about? The fans that were upset that Colin Kaepernick was blackballed or no. the fans that were offended by the kneeling during the anthem. Yes. Now, okay, now, depending on who you pick, close your eyes and tell me what those people look like. <laughs> what, what, I can't what stand does you. that person look like? <laughs> now, now, tell me if that person is the type of person that wants to hear Young Jeezy during the, the, the halftime show. Who wants to hear bricks and birds? Yeah, that wasn't here about him, but wasn't here a drug dealer with a with a, with a snow cone tattooed on his face. You think they want I'm to hear with that? it. Get the fuck out of here. What did y'all think was gonna happen? Yeah, come you on, think, Atlanta. This ain't the BET Awards. What the fuck? What like what's Okay, but what y'all? about the argument with Outcast? Now we love Outcast on this now, podcast. So now here's the what thing. are your here's thoughts? The thing. I will bring that up. They did. The NFL did offer to have Outkast do the Super Bowl, but this was back during the Hey Ya Outkast. So this is a long, this is like 15 years ago. They tried to get Outkast, and the reason why Outkast turned it down is because they wanted Andre 3000 to do a shortened version of Hey Ya, and he wanted to do the whole thing. Artistic differences, which is like, okay, I get it. They turned it down. Now, and I know Triples is listening, and she's gonna, and I know she's screaming at her headphones talking about. Well, they offered Jay Z the Super Bowl. They offered Jay Z the Super Bowl. They offered Jay Z that essentially to kind of maybe you know kill some of the issues with the Kaepernick thing. Like, okay, let's see if we can just ease them with a little Jay Z performance, and maybe we'll throw Justin Timberlake in there. And he turned it down because he's got got standards. But you also got to consider that Jay Z is also the greatest rapper ever, and for. The, the the history of the Super Bowl when it comes to their halftime performers and people of color, you have to be the greatest at what you do. They like play you said, safe. Like you said, they had the who. Like the who back then, maybe they were popping. Who is the is, who? Please is, somebody, yeah, is, is the who the greatest band of all time? Or are they to, are they a top five band? I'm not sure. But I can tell you that Jay-Z is at the top. He's in the top five of everybody as a rapper. Other people of color that have done the Super Bowl, Beyonce. We, we what do we got to say about her? We can uh, we can maybe claim Bruno Mars. I'm not really sure, but I'm gonna claim him. Anyway. He's got some black in him. Prince, you got Michael, you got Jackson. Michael Jackson. You got Michael Jackson. You got Prince. 1996. They had Diana Ross. They did a Motown tribute in 1998. The only questionable band that they might have had that was a band of color was in 2011 when they had the Black Eyed Peas. Which I get, like the Black Eyed Peas. Everybody liked the Black Eyed Peas back then. They were safe. everywhere. It's a safe pick. It's a safe Very pick. safe. But what what we're not gonna? I understand Atlanta fans are upset that they didn't give you Outkast. This is not the NBA. They don't care about your black ass. But what we're not that gonna is, do? That is facts. We are we are not gonna slander Maroon Five. We're not gonna act like songs about Jane wasn't a classic. We're what? not yeah, gonna yeah, do guys, that. Yes, guys, that like, shit is I, fire. 
it is it is it is flames. It is flaming hot Cheetos. You, if they and, you if know, they perform Sunday morning during the Super Bowl, if they perform, oh my Sunday gosh, morning, Sunday morning! Come on, play, right now after you listen to this podcast, I want you to go back and listen to songs about Jane and tell me that shit don't tell me it doesn't matter. Fucking repeat, and she will be loved definitely. I put her in Twitter's top five of my favorite songs. Like I considered getting. Some of the lyrics tattooed on myself. Like I am obsessed oh, wow. with them. Legit, legit with that song in particular. I love Maroon Five. I think they're a great pick. I think the only thing that messes up their pick for the Super Bowl is the city in which it's gonna be in, which is Atlanta. And I think everybody has this thing where you want artists from that city to perform for the Super Bowl that particular year. And I get that. I'm not upset with that. But I'm also not completely upset with the fact that it's Maroon 5. So, Well, the thing is that people that are mad about it, the people from Atlanta, I, I can almost guarantee you maybe probably 2% of people from Atlanta actually are going to be at the Super Bowl, unless by some miracle of God, the Falcons make it to the Super Bowl, which with multiple stars <laughs> of defense being out, that's <laughs> most likely not going to happen. But yeah, if you are one of the people that have never listened to Room Five, uh, yeah, definitely check out songs about Jane. There's actually a, a remix album they did called Calm Response. It's very good. They have a, they do remixes. They have remixes with like Mary J. Blige. Uh, they had Tricky Stewart remix uh, one of their songs. Pharrell remix one of their songs. DJ Quick, David Banner. It's it's a pretty cool albums. Probably DJ GJ Premier's on there. I'm sorry, uh, Rihanna. Like it's it's a great album. Definitely check it out. And tying in the cancel Kanye, there is a Kanye West remix of She Will Be Loved that Kanye West produced, and it has John Legend vocals on it. So Ooh. definitely, uh, yeah, I had that CD, but I can't find it. Like, it's not. I've never like, heard of this, so I'm going to look I'm going to send you the link after the podcast. But yeah, definitely Bet. check that out. And they're, actually, yeah. and they're actually talented. And unlike the guy who performed last year, Justin Timberlake, who performed that abysmal Prince tribute, go on YouTube. Go on YouTube and uh, look up Adam, Adam Levine's version of Purple Rain. That shit is Oh, my crazy. gosh. That shit is so, so good. good. So, so good. And I've seen him live in concert. I forget which concert it was. I said it earlier before we started. Um, so freaking good. It was when they had One Republic and Bruno Mars, back when Bruno Mars was just, like, coming out. And he was the opener. Like, he was just a beginning act. Best concert, one of the best concerts I've ever been to. Obviously, not better than Beyonce, but it was right like close to there. <laughs> also, uh, if you if you're on the fence about Maroon Five, go check out their uh, Hands All Over Me album and listen to the uh, their oh, cover. That's the concert. Yep, there we go. Listen to the cover. If I ain't got you by Alicia Keys, it is. Oh yeah, cover. yes. So. That was so good. good. I remember that one. Yeah, but like, let's not come on now. Let's They're not act like Maroon Five ain't guys. good. Right, hey man, talented. they want they want that. Well, I mean, they're gonna try to appease us by sliding Cardi B in there. Who? Oh, uh, why she, you stole my thunder? I was gonna get there. Look, look, look. look, look. <laughs> she she pulled a she pulled a forty five because there's there's always a tweet, and she she's not keeping that same energy now. That the bag is available because she yeah, clearly said why, what happened? She, she clearly said that I will not perform the Super Bowl until Colin Kaepernick has a job in the NFL. Oh, mm. maybe, maybe she knows something. Hey, is, is Cardi B breaking news? She's got, she's Pro- got to February. Not. She's got probably, to February. Hey. All right, man. We're going to see. But if not, My I want y'all to keep that same there. energy and flame her. Call her a hypocrite. Sell her ass out because y'all need to keep that same energy. That is that is my mantra. Yeah, that is my... That that is my my chakras aligning. Keep that same energy. I might get it tatted on me somewhere. You got to keep that same energy at all times. I thought flame. y'all was, I thought y'all was working on the NFL anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <What>? yeah. <laughs> funny thing, funny thing that the button this up. A story I did today for BSO was about uh fans getting uh custom made Kaepernick jerseys for teams he's never played with. There were pictures of fans with no making, making Bills Kaepernick jerseys. I saw a New Orleans Saints Kaepernick jersey. I Desperate. saw like, Seahawks Kaepernick jersey. So Desperate. I mean, is it is it Uchi Wally Wally or is it one like is, is he bad for the league? Or is he good for the league? You gotta make a decision. So Allegedly, the Saints and Patriots are in talks to, to hire him. It's not going to happen, but it's, it's a nice gesture. But, yeah, sorry, Atlanta. It, 
you know, y'all, the same people that are hating on Room Five for doing the Super Bowl are going to be the same people on Twitter when it's trending. I'm like, oh, I love this song. This is my favorite song. I'm making all kinds of memes and gifts to them and videos of them singing the lyrics word for word. So again, I will mm. screenshot your tweets. I will expose you. I cannot wait for the Super Bowl so I can sing. I might even Teaspoon make a video. Is stupid. Yes, I, I enjoy Room Five. I have most of their albums. Uh, so everything after Hands Over Me though is kind of sketchy. So, but it is what it is. Check out the music podcast triples and Marcus inside does because just kind of evolve into it at this point. But you know, it is what it is. So the the last thing that we're going to talk about, and Marcus is going to take this over, is we we have a contest for the uh, Colin Kaepernick jersey that is sold out. By the way, shout out to the people boycotting Nike to their highest stock trades of all time. But yeah, somehow uh, virginity stories and Colin Kaepernick jerseys interlapped. So we're going to give an update on the the stories we have and and where we're going to go with that. So Marcus, take it away. Okay, this is what I want to do first. I want everybody that's listening to this podcast to open up your phone, go to Twitter, and go to at C-R-O-W-N-M-E underscore S-H-U-G. Crown me, crown me underscore Shug or Buffy the whole nigga slayer. Now, <laughs> the reason I want you guys, the reason why, the reason why we, I want we will y'all put to her ad in the title. We'll put her yeah, ad. I need y'all to go at her and tell her to DM us her virginity story because apparently it involves her and a duck, and I need to know no. the details of that story. But I will quickly go through uh, another entry, and this is from our very own. Uh, Sierra, Miss Crafty Cake. You can go follow her. Go to her uh, her website and you can pick up all your bath bombs and align your chakras and all that. Oils, yeah, yeah. Oils and she's got uh, honestly, she's got some good stuff. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna front and say that it's it's trash. It's actually really good. So let me go ahead and um, read this real quick. So okay, so growing up, I was like a good girl. I did well in school. I was working. And starting random businesses and just focused on my own shit. I wasn't really getting caught up with boys. I had like crushes here and there, but literally haven't hadn't even kissed a boy until I was like almost 17. So of course, when I finally got really interested in the guy, he was trashed. He <laughs> lived up in the boonies, like in a trailer, and smoked hella cigarettes and had tattoos and hung out with all the wrong people. This he sounds like MGK. <laughs> <laughs> This actually might be MGK because it is in California. <laughs> he had bipolar disorder and Tourette's syndrome. I bet like he was a, cute, though. I bet like he was a, cute as like, fuck. Like a whole mess. <clears throat> and I think my Pisces jumped out because, you know, she's into the, to the signs. And stuff. Oh, that's what it was. Her Pisces jumped out and she was like, I can save him. So <clears throat> we'd be hanging out. I'd go, go to his house and we'd watch horror movies. And he'd kiss me and started to try shit with me. Under the blanket, like, oh, you're scared. You can hide under the blanket. Just trash. <laughs> then apparently his mom. <laughs> I hate men. I hate men so much. I hate him. Apparently his mom kicked him out of the house because he was, like, off his meds and threw something at her. And instead of taking that as a giant-ass red flag, as it should have been, I asked my mom if he could stay with us. <laughs> oh, we and, are not uh, laughing at you, I promise. We're laughing with you. We're laughing with you, Chris. <laughs> laughing with you. And uh, her mom agreed, so I picked him up because, of course, he didn't drive or have a job. <laughs> <laughs> Shout to MGK. <laughs> and that night, we stuck, we stuck out of my house to the Adventist school across the street and talked all night, probably about some angsty teenage shit. And I lost my virginity on a blanket on a religious school field. And it and it was trash, as you expect. <laughs> didn't didn't last long. It hurt. Oh it my felt God. more like being stabbed than anything pleasurable. <laughs> yes, could, girl. And this is the worst part. <laughs> and he continued to ruin my life for like three years. <laughs> <laughs> Golly. No, fucking MGK. Damn MGK. And, and I almost married him until I was about 20. And I was like, wow, maybe I should start making better life choices. <laughs> you know, girl, I'm so glad. I'm so glad for you. 
that you woke up and you realized that he wasn't shit. And look at you now, all married and happy and shit. Yeah, yeah, she definitely made the right decision. Like, thank best God. Thing, best thing you never had is was written for her. Because good God, I, I'm glad Sierra has found <laughs> a good man. Because uh, you know that was a good story, though. I'm not gonna yeah, lie. But that that's what we're looking for. If you have a story along those lines or something funnier than that, then you will be in the running for the. Uh, Captain Jersey, whatever they bring him back. She beat set. me. I'm not even going to try God, now. Like, my God, I'm crying right now. I'm sorry, Sarah. Oh I, my I, gosh, I me too. <laughs> I'm not trying to laugh at you, but this shit was funny. <laughs> no, these men ain't shit. Oh, God. Oh, so, yeah, shout out to Crafty Cakes. Uh, appreciate it, girl. That yes, was great. We, we appreciate you, you know, being the godly man I am. I, I can't appreciate the whole... Uh, defiling a, a church relic, but <laughs> I'm sure you've changed. I'm sure you've grown as a woman. And I, I accept that you, you know, were a sinner in the past like myself. So uh, uh, God bless you, good Christian sister. And I, I hope to tweet you later at some time, some blessings. So God bless. But yeah, if you guys feel like that, definitely hit us up. Uh, you can DM any of us. I'm at SB Report 706. You can message Marcus underscore Sniffles or El Chapa whenever she comes on Twitter twice a month. But speaking of El Chopper, we're going to let her wrap it up with her wind it out where she uh, talks about something that bothers her while uh, advertising that she's an alcoholic. So take it away. Oh, that was actually a great transition, minus the alcoholic part. You know, I only yes. drink once, maybe twice a week. Today's the twice a week. Um, so let's get with it, guys. Now, tonight, switch it up. I am not even drinking wine. I am drinking um. It's a pre-made margarita mix, strawberry margarita mix by Ranchola Gloria. Um, shout out to Texas that everything's in Spanish. And this is a 13.9% alcohol percentage. It's pre-made. I promise you, you guys don't need... If you add on more fucking tequila, you guys got a problem. I should you not. One or two glasses, you straight. Um, so that's what me and my mom are sipping on tonight. Anyway, my wine itself... Um, goes out to all these airlines when it comes to pet travels. I don't understand why there's it's so fucking difficult. I just don't understand why it's so fucking difficult. My best friend was traveling. Excuse me, she has her two dogs, and they have to go under the aircraft. They cannot go on board with her. Fine, so be it. She's done this before. She knows the rules. She knows the gimmick. She's got it. The food, the rules, the, the schedule, and everything for her dogs, all said and done. Now, they have to go on a flight earlier than her because of whatever fucking reason. So she does that. And long story short, the dog's flights get delayed and then delayed again. And then it gets canceled. Mind you, she already made it to her destination. And so I think that's kind of bullshit that they're kind of stuck, but okay. And then when it got canceled, they didn't even call her. Now, she's thinking she has to go pick her dogs up at 2 o'clock in the morning wrong luckily for her she checked online first to see the status of the aircraft and that's how she found out it was canceled yes american airlines i'm talking to you and it's not just american airlines it's all these other ones so now here she is getting ready pretty much to go in the middle of the fucking night to go back to the airport and get her dogs no they're not there they're still stuck at their previous destination so now she's either not coming in until the next day now she has her dogs but when I tell you she said they was thirsty, they was thirsty. And they were hungry, they were hungry. Because they didn't feed them. Oh, I skipped the part. She contacted the airlines to see what the fuck was going on with her dogs. And they tried to reassure her, no, they're at a doggy hotel. They're fine. They're safe. Okay, can you give me the number, the name of this hotel so I can contact them, let them know about my dogs, whatever? They don't have that information for her. So how the fuck are you going to reassure us that the dogs are safe? You don't even have the information to where they're staying. So when I say that they were hungry and they were thirsty as fuck when she picked them up, they was hungry and thirsty as fuck. Now, since I have tweeted to American Airlines, they're trying to rectify the situation with her in private. I hope they do. But this isn't just about American Airlines. This is about all these other ones. United fucking killing dogs in the top cabin, all these motherfuckers out there who do not respect these animals when they're traveling. I'm tired of this shit. Because we, as pet owners, pay money for that. 
So run me my fucking miles or give me my dog safely. One of the fucking other, because that's what I'm paying you for. And right. So I guess we're gonna we're gonna add the airlines with this one. Get oh free, my goodness! Get your free ticket to I'm Cabo or something. <laughs> I'm just saying, Cabo, Hawaii. I don't give a fuck where I'm going. Free, just send me. I'm gonna add Peter too. <laughs> Look, Peter, if you don't keep your, yes. if you don't leave your raggedy ass dogs at home, man. No, first of all, don't no dogs need to be on a plane. First and foremost, nobody wants your dusty, flea ridden, musty, dirty dogs on my flight, stinking up, shitting in the box. I don't want to see that. I'm gonna have allergies. I'm saved. I don't need no dirty dogs getting fleas on my Jordans. Get that shit. First of all, people shouldn't have. First of all, people shouldn't have pets. Anyways, it's I, I believe that's just another form of slavery. You know Says what I'm the man like, who has cats, but okay. I don't have any cats. I don't I don't own a single How many? animal. Two? I do not own an animal, first and foremost. You so let's let's, let's let's not so get it twisted. What's hers let's not get yours, it twisted. right? What's hers is yours, no, right? Only when it's convenient. You only when it's convenient. Only when it's convenient. Anyways, I, I I believe that uh 45 we need to build a wall to keep these dirty animals off planes and vehicles. So uh yeah. Peter's blocked and uh, keep the dog. Keep, anyway. make, the air, make the airlines great again. MAGA, <laughs> make airlines great again. <laughs> you don't chop out the paint. I hate you. My best friend is moving currently. So, yeah, she has to go to airline. Second of all, the dogs are underneath the aircraft. They're not on board with her because of their size. And there's two of them. And she did everything right. Don't fucking charge me and then talk shit to me about having a fucking pet, you motherfucker. And I'm talking to you, South Breeze. Because you talking without knowing. Just because you don't like animals. Because you talking without shit. knowing. You only like, you talk, no, like not, it doesn't matter. You from New York, though, dog. Like, stop trying to talk up. like you from Brooklyn or something. You ain't How? even about that life, cuz. I am. Check, check my birth certificate. Check it. It, it probably says Check some it. foreign country like Puerto Check Rico it. or Mexico or something like foreign. that. Puerto Rico, foreign. Build that wall. Oh, Build Augusta. that wall. Build the that wall. Augusta's education system. It's trash. It is terrible. It is terrible. I, I lived in Georgia trash. and was family math and moved to Florida with the same grades and was magically passing math. So shout out to the Florida. <laughs> shout out to the Florida education system be way worse than Georgia. Wow. <laughs> But yeah, I think that will end it on that racist, offensive uh, note. So again, we appreciate y'all listening. Uh, go to Apple Podcasts and drop a review. Yes, you that's listening right now, stop what you're doing. Get off Twitter. Yeah. Get off Facebook because nobody yep. cares what you posted. Nobody likes you. And go post a review, even if it's just to say, hey, your episode sucked. Then we'll just say that you're a hater. But thank you for still listening. Uh, shout outs this week. Uh, shout out to Jay Free. Shout out to KJ, the, the Dallas kid. Shout out to Crafty K, shout out to Tribble, shout out to anybody who rocks with us. I usually miss a bunch of people, Slim Bella, all the Nubians and Queens on my timeline. Y'all know who y'all are. Um, all y'all that saved out there, you know, I appreciate y'all rocking with us. Can I just give a shout out to uh, <laughs> Gift Queen? I just looked at her Instagram page and she looks so sad because <laughs> she was at the Falcons game today. <laughs> I cannot oh. wait to hear the next, the next Dirty Bird Nation report. I can't wait to hear it because she looks so sad. Oh, my God. I'm going to have to text my friends. Um, shout out to my DC family, Anastasia, Gabby, Nico, everybody who's out there who I was able to run away from work, uh, my work trip to go see them and show me a good time. I love you guys always. I uh, can't wait to see y'all again, hopefully in the summertime. Yeah. Word. So, again, <clears throat> appreciate y'all checking us out. This is the uh, Committee Podcast, podcast for the people. And we out.